0: Welcome to Dear Patriarchy Podcast. Not the Dear Patriarchy Podcast. She's drunk already. I wish I was. I'm just tired. Sorry. Episode 13. Oh, thank you for telling me. I probably would have said 11. I know. Lurky 13. (laughs) My name's Lisa. Oh, wow. My name's Lisa. My my name's Jennifer. (laughs) Still. Even after Lisa's name is Lisa twice. (laughs) So, episode 13... It has been a hell of a week. We're not going to spend a ton of time on it. The Capitol building in the United States was besieged. Yeah. And uh, and we don't know why or how, but things look fishy. You know, that's mildly know why disconcerting. Why or how what? Well, we know how they got in because there's loads of videos of the... Capitol Police letting them pass the barricades. Yeah. So we know who let them in. We know that the National Guard wasn't called in like they were supposed to be, like they were planned to be. And there's all sorts of stories about the Department of Defense. I read something that yeah. said that they didn't, Capitol Police rejected the National Guard's offer for help because they didn't want the optics of a military presence on the Hill. So I thought that came from the, the Pentagon and they were just sitting on their paws, their military paws. Regardless, yeah, yeah, four hours went by and nothing happened. So I found that watching that obviously getting angrier and angrier in relation to having watched Black Lives Matters protests happen, and even something like the candlelight violin thing that was done for um, mm, yeah. Elijah McClain. And that people that were at that, it couldn't have been more peaceful. It couldn't Mm -hmm. have been more calm. Mm -hmm. And they got maced and they got beaten and they got hustled by the police. But when white, mostly male protesters broke into the Capitol building with chemical agents, with tear gas, with step ladders, with zip ties, with sledgehammers, with their own metal barricades that they fucking brought from home... (laughs) Like a y b, just they brought that shit from home because they knew what they were gonna do, and they mm-hmm. sat on Nancy Pelosi's desk for a very specific reason, and yep. they took parts of her sign for a very specific reason because of the hateful misogynistic rhetoric that got spewed at them that she was a she was a nasty woman just like every other woman, right? Mm-hmm. And I got a little, can, can I, I got a little oh. triggered? Triggered. <laughs> <laughs> and I nearly posted something that was not offensive to me, but was was man-hating, mm. apparently. I don't know, maybe I'm going a bit off track. But what I wanted to say was, if you, like me, are in an angry place because Mm -hmm. of what you've seen, the injustice, the ability of the police to act like nothing's wrong, when the same kind of behavior from black, brown, indigenous people, anyone who isn't white, that would have been a gassable, a beatable, a killable offense. If you're Uh angry... You're and easily to... justified by the media when they do the ca- character assassination. Oh yeah, of Ugh, course. Character assassination after the fact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now which is like... interesting cuz now they're doing character assassination on the woman that got shot and it's just an interesting you know, They're doing that thing cuz she was a veteran and that was like the first kind of splash of whitewashing of gentrification of trying to make her look like oh, she wasn't a terrible person. She's a veteran. She just, Mm -hmm. she just fell into bad ways. And then you look on John King and he posts a video of her absolutely losing her goddamn mind on a post either for Facebook or Instagram or whatever her little bastion of evil is. And she is crazy out. So it's not even right wing anymore, or maybe that is what right wing is, but you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. She is not someone to be proud of. She is not someone to make a model of and what... I think we have to just be really careful about is make sure that six months from now, nine months from now, two years from now, 20 years from now, the story is still the same. It was an attempted coup that failed and we cannot make the people that were doing it be patriots. They are not even protesters. Mm -hmm. That's all I have to say about that. I would have been off piece. So I I just wanted to go, yeah, I just wanted to go back to, I said, we don't know why or how. And I mean, in the sense that there are a lot of conspiracy theories on like how this happened. I mean, there's, there's an article about how this was like a very concerted coup attempt and certain federal agencies had to have been working in tandem with the Trump administration for this coup attempt. I mean, just because of the lack of policing that was there. And then how, if it's, you know, if you start to kind of go down the rabbit hole, rabbit hole the conspiracy theories, like how many people were involved? Did Congress and Senate know that this was going to happen? And like, is this why they're taking the next two weeks off? Like what's going on? So that's, that's why I said why or how. Why would they take two weeks off if they knew that was going to happen? Well, that they know that there's more coming. So that's why they're taking this, the next two weeks off. Oh, okay. Like, they're part of... So, I don't know. I mean, all of this is, like, crazy. Like, you can go down a real weird tin hat conspiracy theory. Um, okay. Let's not I go there. You know. No, no, I know. But I'm just saying that's why I said why or how. And I... Okay. And I and the woman with the onions. <sighs> Onions in her eyes. What is that? But why? I don't know. Why would you because, say like, that? Because we'll see dispense... a white girl. We'll yeah. see a white girl with like t- crying eyes and be like, How oh my god, poor, poor Mary Sue from Knoxville. Oh, no, Liz, she sorry, gives her Elizabeth. full name Elizabeth. Oh, she's from yeah, yeah. where was she from? Delaware? Knoxville. Oh, that's right. I remember thinking when I watched that, oh Jenny went to school there. Yeah. And she's holding an, a cut onion in, in a towel. And it's like, oh, she's so sad because she tried to storm the Capitol for the revolution. But I honestly, love See, her eyes didn't look like she had been maced. She's, been, maced she's been before. Crying. Oh yeah, girl. yeah. She's micing me ball. There was one. There was someone on Instagram or no, on TikTok who was watching it. Was like, this is the worst rendition of Les Mis I've ever seen. <laughs> I don't believe the cast. But I mean, her whole thing of like, oh my gosh, you're so gonna funny. have to send me that link. Yeah, that so is funny. amazing. It was really really funny. Um, I just there were a lot of things that don't add up for me, and I know that I'm trying to apply. This is like one thing I always say when I'm like in a professional setting, when we come out of a meeting and it doesn't make sense, I always say, don't try to apply a rational thought to an irrational situation, which has kind of helped me through the Trump administration, to be honest. But in this instance, I'm trying to like stack things up and be like, okay, this is why this happened. This is how this happened. But there's so many different things that don't make sense. And one of the things that stood out to me is that these, a lot of these people that they, that were interviewed by the media, they 100% believe they were doing something that was right and good and just that they were allowed to do Jenny they were allowed to they were permitted to do this why would she was unarmed why would they shoot her when she was like busting through a window so You posted on our Instagram a couple of slides, which I just thought were so amazing, from Joy Ann Reed. Oh, my God. Um, Did you see her do that? Yeah, 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 yeah. And what stuck with me and what I think is so true is that when these people came to the Capitol, they thought... It isn't a crime because I own this building. Mm -hmm. This country, these buildings, this government, it belongs to me. The police belong to me. The president belongs to me. I have the right to be here so it's not illegal that's why they were all so eager to be like oh yeah no like make videos of themselves and like do insta lives and stuff like one woman was going on about how oh they said that we didn't cause any destruction but we sure did we took a sign down we did this 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 they're super proud and everyone on Instagram's like you have no chill you're never allowed like to come out with me and my friends because you just can't <laughs> like you have no chill you tell everyone everything so, but it's because they... They have this cheerful, like, oblivion. so proud of what they've done. Because yeah. for them, they've ticked that last box on Patriot Patrol. They've been doing all their homework. They have the yard signs. It's Trump, Trump, Trump. All, like, the last four years, they never took their fucking yard signs out. You know, you have something hanging from your balcony, perhaps. It looks yeah. like some kind of a goddamn flag, and it just hangs there. So, like everyone... A nine, <laughs> like a 928 effort. Yeah, Exactly. <laughs> And it hangs there and it lets you know, you step in this zone, you're coming into my racist, scared, deranged rhetoric, right? The MAGA hat's the Trump t-shirt, the Camp Auschwitz t-shirt that made a huge presence at this fucking rally yesterday. Camp Auschwitz. That's a t-shirt. And there's something else about six million wasn't enough. Apparently that's a slogan relating to the Holocaust. No, no, I get it. I'm following. Yeah. Okay. I, I can't just, see you. so don't I'm just know. like but gobsmacked. I know. So people, they've been putting all these signs out and it's like, yeah, we'll protest. Yeah, we're not going to wear it. like It's all ramping up. We're not going to wear a mask. Fuck the government, but not Trump, which makes no sense because he's the head of the government. But we won't do what we're told, but they'll do what he says. And it comes to this crescendo where they, you know, they take that final box. They've taken the Capitol building. They didn't take it, but they broke a couple windows and they threw some podiums around and they put their boots on Nancy Pelosi's desk. Woo. You know, I just saw somewhere. I don't know where it was that they said they smeared shit on the walls. That's so grim. Like, who are those people? Like, that's where they're at, you know? And I remember looking at the writing of the guy who's now in custody with federal charges against him, the guy who sat at Nancy Pelosi's desk. He wrote a message for her on a thing. And I remember looking at his handwriting and it was like something that came off like the fucking Yorkshire Ripper or some kind of serial killer. It was that kind of handwriting where you just look at it and you're like, this is like something from a horror movie. I'm sorry, Lisa, but the Yorkshire fucking ripper. Yeah. <laughs> like, couldn't you have chosen, like, <laughs> couldn't you have chosen a serial killer that wrote shit somewhere that looked creepy that's, like, a little <laughs> bit more relatable that someone's never heard of? Um, like, why did you have to go so far back? Because I just watched a special on him and it was amazing. By the way, it was on Netflix, I think, oh, I and know. it related how the rise of feminism, like the 60s, 70s feminist wave, intersected with his murders. Yorkshire it, Ripper. Yeah, it was good. It was a good show. Okay, oh, I got I, lost though. What were we talking about? We're talking oh, about the Yorkshire, Yorkshire Ripper. Ripper. Oh, 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 the handwriting. The handwriting. Okay. Bonkers. All right. So here's the thing I don't understand it. Next week, I'm sure we'll have a whole bunch of new revelations about it. You know, we're really not a political podcast, so we're going to kind of have to like move move on from here but But we are political because women's bodies are political women's existences are political we are a political podcast jenny whether you want us to be or not because that is the way that we have to be okay that's fair okay but all I want to say is I think that this lends itself nicely yes. not to cut it off because listen, no, we were scared on Wednesday. So I'm scary. still worried and scared. I don't know what's coming next. I know a lot of people are feeling the same way. It's very stressful on the heels of just a shitty, shitty year. I read somewhere that 125,000 people in the United States lost their jobs last month. Mm-hmm. Um, 10 million people are out of work. It is a terrible time. And for this fucking bullshit to be going on, like to add to people's stress on top of four thousand people dying a day in the united states it's a dark ass time so if you need support if you need help please reach out to us patriarchypod at gmail.com we will help you find the resources to get help because it is a really rough time don't take it all on yourself and i know a lot of people are super isolated and we just want you to know that we're here for you and and that stuff so can i just can i just say though not all men so that's where we're going. So today we've decided to talk about not all men because hashtag uh, not all men. Do the fingers. <laughs> okay, I'm doing hashtag fingers. Do that, no. make you so mad. <laughs> well, hashtag fingers, hashtag fingers are what are they? Finger quotation marks? No, they're when you do your two rabbit fingers and then you tap them. Oh, that's so stupid. Who does that? Remember that dean at mom's school used to say hashtag science and do the two fingers tapping. It was really funny. No, it doesn't sound funny. It sounds well, stupid. It's funny if your mom's a chemist, and that's it's the funny. best you're gonna get. It's funny <laughs> if you're into darts, I guess. Um, Which so- I sent you pictures of <laughs> you me watching. Sure, you sure did. It was was um, it fun? It was breathless amazement, yeah. wasn't it? The guy that was watching was going, oh, "Amazing." I didn't turn the sound on. Oh, it was worth it. Okay, sorry. No. Okay. So we have, you know, utilized some statistics of violence against women and the resounding get back are normally pretty positive. And on our TikTok, our Instagram and our Facebook, we are building such a really neat little community that has so much to say and it's like really has each other's back. So we love what's happening. We hope that it will continue to grow. So follow us on Instagram and Facebook um, and okay. TikTok. Yeah, so... but we but every time we post things with statistics about violence against women or just I mean really any statistics about women we are so quick to receive the not all men shit yeah Yeah. which is interesting because we target hashtags that are like empowering women and that kind of stuff so it's you got the creepy mm-hmm. It's like dog whistle, like, yeah, calling yeah, yeah, in yeah, yeah, people yeah. that are following, but, not, but following just to be fucking trolled. Yep. It's astonishing to me how justified these folks feel and, like, really wanting to be like, hey, hey, this post... This post is not about me, but I need you to know it's not about me. And that's the perfect. Let me way try to, to make this about me. There's two really great things you said in that sentence. One is that you said "folks" and not "men," because mm-hmm. women also. Oh yes, they do stand up for the "not all men" thing. Not all women, obviously. <laughs> Hashtag not all women? That? But um, I did the I did the bunnies. You did the tap tap. But also to clearly state what it is, which is a man screaming into the void or a person screaming into the void saying, please make this about me. Mm -hmm. And I was so, I have always seen the not all men thing happen. And I've had, when I put the statistics up or any lived experience that happens to women, and we (laughs) get the feedback almost immediately, right? That says not all men do this. From men and women. From an animal, is that it's like an angry. Oh, I feel misunderstood. This feels unfair. Something is happening. I don't know why, and I don't always have the words to express how I'm feeling but I can feel in my laboratory as I've said before that something's not right and I'm angry but I don't know how to put it into words and you have just hit the nail on the head which is the reason why it feels wrong is because they're centering themselves in something that has nothing to do with them which is the essence of the patriarchy really when you come down to it you know Yep. That inability to accept the passenger seat, you have to always be the driver, even if you're talking about something that re- that relates to a woman's lived experience. Yes, actually, which leads me to that paragraph I wanted to read. Ooh, throw it on me. So, okay, so this is from Lit Hub. How many ways can men say not all men? And we're going to come back to this a little bit later, but I just want to read this. Um, so, feminism is not obligated to provide equal space at the top for men to lead us. Mm, this yeah, isn't a job opportunity for a white man. no.
1: But why Which is would rough.
0: You,
1: why would you? Because they apply that? for
0: everything. Yeah. Whether they're qualified or not. I know. <clears throat> there are exceptions, of course, but in a vast majority of cases, when men speak to other men about feminism and gender equality, it is through the prism of protection and paternalism. Yes. They are in control. men we mustn't do this men we need to care for our women better men we need to make a pledge to be the stand-up guy very rarely will you hear these conversations being framed in ways that incorporate women as anything other than objects requiring masculine defense Mm. oh my god that's so good and Uh it's so true and again you would think because when you see like those tweets or the because after the whole not after because it's still ongoing but At that height of Me Too, there were so many reactionary tweets and posts and whatever saying, men, we have to do better. We need to, you know, that kind of, that kind of language. And it never really, it's like, yeah, thank you. Uh, But something still kind of makes you feel like, "Mm, it's still not quite right. And the insidious thing about it is when you are doing something performative, even if you don't realize it's performative, that vein of performance comes through. It really does. Cause it yeah. it triggers the person that's listening. And the person that it's intended to help is it doesn't ring as true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is when the gaslighting begins, right? I'm just trying oh, to help you. I'm j- We're so... just trying to help. You're never going to win men over if you keep telling them what you're doing wrong. Jenny, you, you are, like, knocking them out of the park tonight. You are really verbalizing things and, like, cementing things that have bothered me for so long. And well, you're, this like, is why we start this conversation. Up. We haven't had this conversation yet, right? So no, <clears> we should. And then, should like, you angry, you angry, fat, dumb bitch whore. <gasps> you're oh. everything that's wrong with feminism. You are why people don't believe in fe- feminism anymore. This new age radical feminism is bullshit. Who said that? I'm saying that. I'm saying that that's what is said. Who are you? I am the people. <laughs> I love it. You're so I mean. No. <laughs> because that is how people treat other people when they try any like anyone tries to speak up for feminism. Yeah. There, and especially for me, I'm going to link it with the current administration, like in these this pa- this past four years, women, and because of the Me Too movement, because of like what's coming down from this administration, like this utter dismissal of women as anything other than a sexual object, you're either fat or you're hot. If you're hot, then I'll look at you. If you're, I'm not, otherwise I'm not going to like, you don't even matter. Oh, so, yeah. I know I'm just saying like this this rising tide of hatred against women against feminism against me like acting like it's just like this deranged political correctness that women are demanding like equality and this wave has become more and more cruel as we've stepped out further and further as we do this work yeah I'm mind blown at the moment. One thing I wanted to say was, I was really interested, because I feel like this not all men thing's been around for a while. Well, when I was doing research, I noticed that a lot of the articles were from 2014. Okay, so can I tell you why that is? Yes. Did you have more you wanted to read from that article? You're going to come back to it, aren't you? I do, but I'm basically just going to read this article in its entirety, and that's going to be my comments. I'm going to pretend I wrote it. Just kidding. This article is written by Clementine Ford, and I am going to tag the shit out of Clementine after this article, because- they need to know that I use their words a lot. So I I have both of her books, Fight Like a Girl and Boys Will Be Boys. Both of those books are on our Feminist One Hundred and One Bookshop list. I love her writing. And she's a great writer. So the Not All Men Twitter hashtag was tweeted as early as two thousand and eleven, but the first viral treat, tweet, the first viral tweet with this phrase, and treat, probably it's Cleet. a treat, girl. Actually. <laughs> The the tweet that this came with is so fucking spicy. It's really good. Okay. So the first viral tweet with this phrase, which was not yet a hashtag, was a satirical tweet by Shafika Hudson in February 2013, which says, me, men and boys are socially instructed to not listen to us. They are taught to interrupt us whenever we, random man, excuse me, not all men. So, so good. Okay, mm. so in 2014, Jenny, in early 2014, and there will be a loop here with someone you really, really like. Not all men was created into a comic by Matt Lipchansky, which was the instead of Superman, it was Not All Man. <laughs> so he would <laughs> he would bounce into these um, <laughs> he bounces into these situations where like women are talking about their experiences, and he comes in and is like, "Not all man is here," <laughs> you know. And so someone... That's so good. Yeah, so it was retweeted and shared by lots of different people, one of whom is Paul F. Tompkins. Mm, love Ooh. me some Paul F. Tompkins. Yeah, don't we all? So it got, it got shared around like that. But when... Oh my you- gosh, can we post? Can we please post? one of his cartoons is like one of our ads oh yeah because he obviously gets it and that's what i was saying with the performative thing like this guy isn't going on and saying men we must do better he understands what it is and he's made it really funny Mm -hmm. and so it's just it works on so many levels because it's teaching you something and it also like comics originally or historically have been sort of a bastion of that male of that male zone right and it's one of the places like comic books and video games and that kind of thing, they've all been areas that are really unsafe for women to exist because of that sexualization that happens to them and it gets quite bad. So it's just a really interesting medium to use and something that was really effective. Because men have decided that they own them, even though girls are gamers and comic book nerds and artists too and have been just as long as boys have been. So there are, and I'm not really going to jump into it, but just so, like, there are statistics of the way that female gamers are treated. There's so many articles about it, but Mm -hmm. they get subjected to like the worst kind of abuse to bring that awareness and that level of feminist thought because it is very feminist to bring that into that space. It's just mm-hmm. really, really lovely. Mm-hmm. I don't know about it enough. But here is where not all men No gained- no no I'm not I I'm I'm loving this. Okay. I don't think you banged on about it. Okay. Long enough at all. But here's the one which it gets a little sad. So not all men gained additional traction after the Isla Vista killings in 2014. Do you remember this, Jen? Because I well, can't... I think, Yeah, I read... That's what okay. I had associated it with, like with that. Because he okay. shot up the place because he... Because no one would have sex with him or he got rejected by someone or... It doesn't say if he was an incel or not. But what it said was that when they looked at his internet activity after after the fact because obviously he killed six people injured 14 and killed himself where did he go where's isla Vista? was it a high school? California. So it was near the campus of UC Santa Barbara. Yeah. On May 23rd and 2014. Uh uh So only two of the two of the six casualties were women. But when they looked at his internet activity, it was very misogynistic and hatred of women was cited as a factor in his killing spree. Uh So this hashtag of not all men started coming out when women were getting really angry (laughs) because they're saying this is what happens to us. You know, men are encouraged to think about women violently you look at tv shows and women are usually the ones that are getting attacked you know they're the ones that that die when it comes to like some kind of a murderous film it's we almost it's like misogynistic porn that is generally accepted by society it's a very emotional porn thing. Porn yeah, is incredibly, I mean, the vast majority of pornography is incredibly violent towards women. It's all about the debasement and humiliation and the inflicting of pain upon women. Yeah, so there is I'm that. not a prude. I'm not against porn. I mean, I'm kind of a prude. I'm not against porn, but yeah. like only where a woman isn't being defiled debased, abused or put on drugs so she can get through the situation she has to withstand to make her next paycheck. So again, this is something we can talk about another time. It is actually in the book as well which is the fact that when they've looked at men that watch porn and their favorite acts or the things that they watch the most the top three are women giving a blowjob and gagging so a man forcing her to gag also double penetration and things like that and Mm -hmm. um, anal sex. So it's all things that, while well, anyone can enjoy those things. That's not a problem. It's that view of a man watching a woman be debased. It isn't played out as a consensual experience. Mm -hmm. And that's the kind of thing that you tend to see at the top of porn searches. Mm -hmm. We've kind of gone a little bit off piece, but what I wanted to say was that off the back of this spate of not all men coming out after women were saying this is what happens to us when men are taught to hate us. An anonymous female Twitter user created the hashtag YesAllWomen to express that all women are affected by sexism and misogyny even though not all men are sexist. Uh huh. uh -huh. I really loved that. Yeah. So I, now I'm going to go back to Clementine because she talks about three different ways a man can say, not all men. Oh, yes. But I do want to just say. We have gone kind of all around the globe on this, on this episode already, and I'm not even sure we're halfway done. You might be having a knee-jerk reaction thinking that this is a man-hating episode. We've already said before, we don't hate men. We both have sons. We both have male partners, and we love them and care for them and want them to be the best men that they can possibly be. But at the same time, just like we're calling out systemic racism, just like we're calling out sexual harassment, we are calling out behavior of men and Women towards women who are trying to raise awareness about lived experiences, yes. and men are. It's more acceptable for men to be women hating than women to be man hating. So, if you're having a knee jerk reaction, I just want to ask that you stick with us because this is a rough one, and we're angry about it. But we're allowed to be angry about it, and is that it doesn't mean offenses? make us. Yeah. That doesn't make us men hating shrews. So, mm-hmm. going back to Clementine. So her first example is the super right on male feminist ally. So their typical comment is, those men disgust me, but I'm disappointed that you don't acknowledge that not all men are like this. How are we supposed to be allies if you lump us in with the bad guys? Oh, so her suggestion... it's to- it, Okay, so this guy is totally here for women's rights and equality and totally wants every woman to just know that he is there for them. He's so there for them that it sex- upsets him to be associated with those other guys. Instead of turning his super right-on attention to schooling those bad boys on their behavior, he thinks it's more important to get women to acknowledge just how much of an ally he is. And if they refuse to do that, how can he in good conscience continue to support? So her suggestion is to sit to respond if you think this post isn't about you then it's not about you but if your allegiance is conditional on being flattered and showered with gratitude then you weren't really an ally to begin with and once again might I just say this is this is 100% just this guy centering himself the feminism the feminism is dangerous and that's why it's dying whiplash profit what so their comment is this is why feminism is such a joke because you act as if all men are criminals in fact 99% of men are good guys but you don't care about that feminists are just angry because they're ugly oh there's so like there's two big things to say about that. Yeah. If it's 99% and this guy, of this guy, men I feel fun. like yeah. this is the guy that we see most of oh, the time. Oh yeah. And then 99% of guys, okay, fine. God, that 1% is super fucked up because they're the reason why women can't, around the world, can't walk out at night and be safe. Mm. And they're Mm. the reason why women can't wear the clothes they want to wear without being worried about some man upskirting her or grabbing her or making comments to her. And then when she doesn't respond in the way that he wants, threatening her and potentially following her home and attacking her. So, I would say arguably the times I've been touched when I didn't want to be touched or like groped in some way or sexually harassed, like it hasn't mattered what I was wearing. And to be honest, I've had a heck of a lot more sexual harassment when I was dressed kind of more normally than when I was dressed to go out in my 20s when I dressed inappropriately to go out inappropriately <laughs> so. don't say that whole thing again without saying inappropriately nah. inappropriate for who you're right you're right that was Insert. such a mom comment what the inappropriate dressing yes okay oh, fine jenny. then when i was dressed in a way that invited more attention nope that's not right either nope look listen to my internalized misogyny jenny i love it but i hate it but this I is love- truly coming out real time i know <laughs> But this is the thing. When I dress however the fuck I wanted and I liked my ass out yeah girl you gotta agree I fight. did like my ass out you did and you always looked amazing no I, one could rock leather like you and I say that as a diehard vegan but you can really <laughs> rock some leather outfits you win you win I do like a leather outfit you do alright so keep going Well, do you want to say anything more about this guy Not no because I fucking I, hate him I don't have anything else to say so, but the, the interesting thing to me, thing to me is that at the end he goes feminists are just angry because they're ugly so like if you are there are some super hot feminists out there and it's shame yep. That you don't know about them, but their attractiveness is the least, to quote you, Jenny, it's the least important thing about them. It's the least interesting thing about them. No, I told you that you were beautiful and that was the most boring thing about you. I love that. That was really mm. sweet. Okay, the fuck all fem Nazis guy. Oh. Fat, fugly, feminazi cunt. Do you bathe in the tears of all the men who killed themselves this week? Fuck you. Not all men are the bastards you make them out to be, you dumb slut. First of all, how many tears? Do you need to fill a bath? That from a mathematical perspective, staggering. <laughs> I can't even respond. I'm just thinking of how bad it would smell. Why? Like a bathtub full of warm bodily fluid. I mean, it'd be salty as fuck. And also, not everything <laughs> well, It depends, cleans like if somebody's doing a pits. cleanse. Yeah. What do you call those bits? The eye pits, you know. Tear ducts? Those are the ones. <laughs> Not everyone oh my- <laughs> has a clean eye bit. Well, not everybody, you know, like, washes AKA their face. A tear duct. Yeah. Not everybody washes their face in the morning and gets all the sleep off their eyes. Clementine's suggestion on how to deal with this guy is don't do anything. Block and delete. Burn him. He's angry. Something happened to him. These men don't deserve your time, and their hatred of women is legitimately terrifying. It really is. It falls into that incel category, which I didn't know what that was for such a long time. And when I found out what it was, which is an involuntary celibate, even just saying that makes me so deeply angry. Because it is predicated on the notion that women owe you sex. It is predicated on the notion that women's bodies are objects that can be passed from man to man as a possession, as property, as nothing more than a thing. And that's why we're so easy to kill, to stalk, to maim, to rape, to injure because it's like breaking a vase or a vase whatever you want to say yeah it sucks if it falls on the floor that's a bit of a mistake whoops i'll just get another one replaceable (sighs) takes me to a dark place Well, they're in a dark place. They are a dark place. But but at the same time, like if you if you really break that down, I mean, yes, that's the extreme end of the spectrum, but all of those all of those concepts can be watered down and they're just the basis of patriarchy. I think that the the rise of this, that men are less and young men are less and less conditioned to behave properly in social situations because we are moving away from social situations, especially with this last year and a half. But I think that kids are spending more and more time on social media and watching shows that are like completely and utter bullshit. They're not reading books. They're not getting the same type of education that they used to get. And I think that having to socialize is really hard for most young men. I think women are innately more social creatures. And I think that it's very easy to isolate yourself now. And if you find a community and they're a community of hateful creeps, but they accept you and tell you you're awesome. Everyone else around you that you feel awkward around is shit. Like you are going to program these kids and it's easier to be in an online community than to be in a real community especially now when you can't even go outside yes i agree with everything you say but i also think that the last few generations of kids have had more access to porn than was ever ever available and their idea of what sex should be and what men should look like is very different oh 100 absolutely and i I think that makes them feel less of a man i think they question their masculinity I don't think they feel like real men. Why else would you go and publicly say that you're involuntarily celibate? Yeah, you're angry at women, but there's something really yeah. But do you think it's really a choice, or do you think they fall into that? And is it really all that public? These are like aren't they? Aren't they? Aren't they in like the deepest, darkest corners of the internet and the interwebs, like creating their own little communities and keeping everyone out? Oh no, they have their circles. No, but I'm just saying, like they're not you don't know, say like, Hi, my name's Tony, I'm an incel. No, they usually wear like gloves. <laughs> <Just> so bizarre. <laughs> I kind of did, like, not a deep dive on it, but I did want to see, like, what these men look like. And they look like what you'd think they look like. They look like men who are missing the pieces, really integral pieces of their soul. There's something definitely lacking there. I mean, there's definitely, there's mental health issues there. There's chemical dependency issues. There's, there's there's all kinds of reasons why someone could end up in this hole but I don't necessarily think it's because of the size of an appendage that's my honest to god knee-jerk reaction when I get not all men comments or I get someone telling me when I put something on tiktok that just talks about the prevalence of intimate partner violence or something like that the lived experience of women as we keep saying and the yeah. first thing I get is some man telling me that I need to stop making it about women when there's men that because he needs to. it to be he needs it needs to be about men because they're used to be about men yeah. i think a lot of the things that that our world is going through right now is that the patriarchy is starting to shift i hope so it's the beginning of the last guests of the bastion of the patriarchy yeah i hope so right so read me more about the things that clementine forces because i love her well she only had three was that the third one? Mm-hmm. Oh man they were so moving okay. they were very good So do you have a list of ways to handle these dudes or like, did you have other statistics you wanted to share? I have things because for me, and I think I said this to you on the phone, we were discussing what we were going to do this week was I really have struggled for years about why it makes me so mad. Cause I like to understand like most people where the emotional basis is coming from when Mm -hmm. I'm feeling that anger and that frustration. And so my focus this week was just to try and understand it, and put it into words so that if there's other women out there who are really struggling to verbalize what they're feeling, that this kind of unlocks that. So mm-hmm. this I there was a great time article, which I'll put in the show notes that I that I really liked. And it had some great lines about the not all men thing, which is that It's a classic derail. So it's a bad faith argument used to shift the focus of a discussion instead of engaging with it. And for me, that was like, oh yes, because that is what it is. You're just trying to say these things happen to women, and men are going, oh no, 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 you this happened to, to this guy down the street, and you're like, no, no, I just need you to keep your eyes focused on what I'm talking about, and so. They mentioned that a really early version of getting to this not all men thing was in 1985 when Joanna Russ wrote a story called On Strike Against God. She wrote Not all men make more money than all women, only most. Not all men are rapists, only some. Not all Mm. men are promiscuous killers. Only some. Not all men control Congress, the presidency, the police, the army, industry, agriculture, law, science, medicine, architecture, and local government. Only some. Only most. Yeah. (laughs) She's just saying it in that way. Like, yeah, you're right. It's not all, Mm -hmm. but some, but most. It's interchangeable whether it's some or most. You're trying to say not all men, but we're saying, but yeah, it kind of is though, isn't it? The demand is the same, no matter how you look at it. When a man says not all men, it is saying, please move me to the center of your discussion. Mm-hmm. So six reasons why not all men takes us away from important conversations about gender equality. This oh. is my, <laughs> are you sign because you I've got a list again? No, I'm just signing because, because it's, this is, it's so problematic and Because when women speak out, their voices are seen as these, like, barbed instruments. We can't just... Have this conversation. Like, I just know that this is going to elicit so much anger. Just even us trying to get the word out about this episode is going to, like, there's going to be more comments. And honestly, than doing this work and getting further in and having more followers and more subscribers, which has been such an amazing boon lately and such a shot in the arm that what we're doing is right, this stuff is just exhausting. I'm weary, but mad in my bones. Yeah. And isn't that the experience of a woman? You couldn't. That's why I sighed. You could put it better. Oh, it's beautiful. Well, it's that quote, what, Who I don't know who said it, but all the women in me are tired. Yeah, I love that. Right, so six reasons why not all men takes us away from important conversations about gender equality. Number one, it makes women's movements about men. Men are not the center of discussion. We know that all of you are rapists and we know that all of you aren't abusers, but mm-hmm. hetero, cis men have and still do currently participate in the impression of women well yes and let's go let's let's do go let's do like we're up here we're up here like in a macro place it's like micro down so if you you're going to tell me that there are women that that are false allegations about rape and violence yep. and whatever that that's yeah. that's somewhere between one to two percent i've read as high as six percent of allegations are false however 60 percent yeah. or more Probably 60% of these crimes are not ever reported because women know that it won't go anywhere. So one to 2%. Of so just 40% reported. of yeah. things that are happening? Yeah. Like, that's a really fucking tiny percent. So get yes. the fuck out of here with that. And if women need to share their experience to bolster, to empower, to lift up other women who are dying because they no one believes what they're fucking saying, yeah. let them have it, dude. Go do something else. It's not about If this you. post <sighs> is not about you, yeah. it's not about you. Yeah. If it's not for you, it's not for you. Go away. And that, again, it just shows your link to the patriarchy. You're not woke if you insert yourselves into these conversations where you don't belong. Right. So number two, it shows that you don't care about women's rights, right? So addressing violence and abuse against men is important and men's issues are important. We're not trivializing their significance, but we are talking specifically about women's lived experiences. So when you bring that into the conversation about women's lived experiences, you're trivializing it and you're using it as bait to avoid having the uncomfortable conversation of why male violence against women is still happening. And if you want to talk about it, go talk about it. Start a website, start a podcast. Absolutely. Go do it. That's not so what this is about. There is a woman on our post, actually, that said yeah. that to one of the guys, which I was yeah, like, yes, yeah, yeah. girl you tell him she was like honestly dude yeah it's fine you can talk about it but like on your own space the space isn't about you yeah she was no actually the funny thing is that she's like there are a ton of comments on that post I um and there it's like the third or fourth woman that said that to him And this is why I'm really hopeful about this episode, because I know that the hashtag not all men thing will be triggering for some people. Mm-hmm. But there's gonna be women who are gonna be really drawn to it because they live this every day of their lives. Yeah. And they just wanna talk about it. And they just yeah. wanna hear someone talk about it. And if you if they like me, don't quite have the words for what they're feeling if it gives Mm -hmm. them the vocabulary like it's given me today Mm -hmm. it's such a freeing thing you know and it lets you release a little bit of the anger as well because part of that anger is a frustration of not knowing how to verbalize what is happening to you well and Mm -hmm. you kind of get paralyzed by not like having the means to express yourself yeah absolutely Um, mm-hmm. so number three it d- dismisses the experiences of women so if yep. a woman is sharing an uncomfortable traumatic experience with you her lived experience is more important than anything that you have to say especially an attempt to show that you aren't like that it's yep. not the time if a woman yep. feels yep. like you're a safe space to share with take that as a compliment and just shut the fuck up yeah and listen yep. um, number four it proves how fragile the notion of masculinity is mm. <laughs> Well we know that already, right? And then like yeah. the, the, the prevalence of toxic masculinity and like this kind of cultural fallacy that's going on around about how the white man is under attack. No jenny, no. I think that if no, I'm just saying if I you're know. internalizing all of this then you have some work to do and so so, just like if you're having a knee jerk like maybe there's things going on that you got to work through yeah you know yeah so if hearing about violence against women pushes you to think it's an attack against men an attack against you you are part of that problem And every time someone says there are nice men out there, that whole idea of nice men is super problematic. So who are these nice men? They're men that are polite. They're men that don't rape or abuse women. Is it such a fragile situation for men that they need to be shown gratitude, that they need to be validated every time they show half-decent behavior like not raping, not abusing, not being violent? I'm not going to clap for you because you didn't rape someone today. Well, that's an interesting concept. I don't. I don't think we should set up a page for like clapping for people that don't rape. <laughs> I, what I'm saying is, if you feel like, <laughs> okay, if you feel, I feel like, like I get shitloads of guys coming to that site. By the way, but okay. Yay! No missed... raping. <laughs> it's a missed opportunity, but okay. You are not a rapist. Like this, but what was that? What was that? G- Jesus. What was that Jesus guy on Dog Laugh? What was his name? Buddy Jesus. Like the Buddy Jesus, like winking oh. and like pointing. Where was I going with that? If you believe that women exist simply for your sexual gratification or to build you up or to mother you or to like praise you in some way, if you don't believe that women are equal, then them taking up space to share an experience, them taking up space to empower other women, them taking up space to create a community of like-minded individuals that build each other up, that's not within the realm, sexually gratifying you or praising you or like, so if you are feeling triggered by not being centered... And something that women are doing for themselves, that's on you, man. That's some crazy shit, right? I appreciate everything you just said. It was lovely. But, like, we're going to talk, you and I, we're going to sit here and we're going to talk about the sexual abuse of women. And some guy comes in and says, I couldn't help but notice you were talking about sexual abuse of women. Can
1: <laughs> I, <couldn't> I just... <laughs> help but
0: notice. I couldn't help but notice you were talking about not me. <laughs> yeah, not me. So can I make it me, 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 and then just, like, sitting on the sidelines to police... The conversation. Yep. Fuck. So can you can you just talk about me for a little bit, please? Just start the conversation with me. That my dick hasn't been in someone who didn't want it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I guess in their head it would be a conversation where you say, I wanna talk about sexual violence against women but I first need to say that not all men do this and then you do a statistic and you say but I should mention that not all men do these things and the statistic or actually ones. like rather than like saying <sighs> 60% or whatever whatever like whatever that's, give me yeah, give yeah, me some yeah. terrible horrifying sexual abuse s- statistic I don't have them in front of me and quite frankly I don't really want to talk about them because they <laughs> so are so instead horrifying. of saying 20% of women are beaten by their partners you should say 80% of women's partners don't beat them oh that's so we much to, actually That is a much better way to say it. Jenny, we're missing a trick. And also, I feel really bad. Why don't we ever talk about good news? (laughs) So here we go. Here we go. So six women are killed every hour by men around the world. How many women are there in the world, though? Yeah, but those women haven't been killed. They're not killed. So it's not all men, you know? Mm -hmm. So just stop. Because you're making yourself look angry. Right, number five. It men are allowed to be angry because they're, they're not. Pas- they're not angry. They're passionate. Yeah. Sorry, white men are allowed to be angry, <gasps> as we saw. Ooh, that was a good catch, by the way. Mm-hmm. Sorry. sorry, 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 misspoke originally, but I yeah. got it. That no, was really good. Really mm-hmm. good. Um, number five. It shows that you don't want to change by saying not all men. What you're doing is telling us that not all men are abusers. They don't engage in and aren't responsible for the oppression of women that takes place every day around the world. So what? needs to happen is you need to look at how this is false look at your behavior, look at your decisions, look at the way you listen to locker room talk or perpetuate casual sexism or actively perpetuate stereotypes against women. Did you just get cut off by a driver that you couldn't see but you assumed it was a woman because women are bad drivers? That's casual sexism, isn't it? And when you and your friends talk about or send porn to each other or like little snapshots of whatever naked women doing whatever on WhatsApp, don't you think that's actively perpetuating a negative stereotype against women as objects things to be possessed things to be thrown away when they get old or used up Mm. seems like maybe you need to check yourself Um, and the final point is it completely misses the point of the conversation so women are harassed violated abused or humiliated or all of the above for the sole reason that they are women So don't invalidate the voices and the emotions of the women that are around you. Just to protect your own ego, your own self-belief of who you are as a man. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, And you know what? I think that, I think women are just as guilty of this too. I recently had a situation on some dumb Facebook group that I was on. Um, it was supposed to be for liberal women. And one of my girlfriends commented on an article someone posted and said, Hey, this is a great article. I didn't get to read it all, but it's really good. And a man came on and commented and said, Hey, you know, it's really good to actually read the full article because then you can have a true understanding. And that way you're up to date on, 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 you know, current events. (gasps) And so she is one of our wonderful listeners. So she went nuts. And she tagged me in it and was like, this is fucking bullshit. Like, don't mansplain to me. Like, don't tell me. Like, I understand what reading is. I have a degree. And she said, like, this is exactly what you guys were just talking about. And when she, ta- so then she tagged me in it. When I saw it, I thought, oof, she is fired up. But I felt initially like, perhaps it was too strong of a reaction. And so it took me a while to comment beneath it. And then I said, hey, man, like, first step, like, just in case you, like, want to check yourself to see if you're mansplaining, like, check and see if someone asked you about that. And then also, don't make any assumptions about someone's education or abilities. That's like just a direct quote from our the boys' club too. You know, rebuttal. We, yeah. And then I felt kind of weird about my reaction because I was like, oh, maybe we reacted too strongly against this guy. And then some other women from the group jumped in and were like, this guy is an octogenarian. He's got four daughters, and he's so amazing. And I just saw the way that these two women or whatever that scolding us, saying, don't talk to him that way. Yeah, protecting his fragile male ego. But, like, this fucking guy commented after she said, this is a great article, I didn't get to read it all, and said, here's why you should read the whole thing, sweetheart. It'll help you. He doesn't know about her. He doesn't know that she's a fucking warrior activist doing her part every second of the every day, like, even in spite of... Even in one of her comments, she said, I have a degree in literature. Yeah, so I don't really need you to tell me about And reading. so it took those women reacting about this guy and building him up rather than saying, hey man, sorry, or not sorry, because we don't need to apologize for that. You did tell her what reading is, right? And the, the other, A couple of the other women were like, well, I would have told her to read the whole thing too. She commented on someone's post and said, this is a great article. Thank you for posting. I didn't get to read it all, but it was really good. And all of this came oh. on her for her standing up for herself. So here's what I have to say. If you are going to say that you are creating a safe place for women, if you're going to say that you are fighting for women, if you're going to say that you're supporting and empowering women, then create a safe place for women. And don't fucking worry about it. And them. let them react how they need to react. Yeah. Because that was a teachable moment for him. She already knows that. She already knows how it feels to be mansplained too. She's had it all her life. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's just very interesting, right? Because you, it, we erased the whole conversation. We erased everything she was saying because of her reaction to because she was something that shouldn't have happened. She, because she was impolite, right? That was the perception of her. How dare you be impolite? To Him being man. 80 and having four daughters doesn't make it right that he told her she needs to learn how to read. Makes you feel bad for the four daughters. What kind of shit did he say to them when they were growing up? Yep. Condescending. Stop mm-hmm. it. Age yep. is not a golden ticket. No, Your well, it's just, gender it just was, is not a golden ticket. You don't get to tell well, people how to exist. As a woman, first stand up for other women. And then if you're going to say that you're going to be a, a, a womanist, if you're going to say that you're creating a safe place, if you want to be an ally, accomplice, like if you want to do these things then build up other women believe women that's the most important one yeah do it do it yeah well i love it i love all of it i love it i hate it i love it this was a a heavy one for me i feel like i think this is the most fun we've had (laughs) really oh yeah Super. oh man i like robots better well listen we 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 are so thankful for everyone that's listening if this is your first episode go back and listen to the other episodes and as always feel free to email us at patriarchypod at gmail.com we are here for you uh follow us on instagram facebook we're on twitter where we need to get better about twitter we're on tiktok lisa's great right at the tiktokings I like and um spread the word share with your friends leave us reviews Subscribe. help us get the numbers that'll enable us to keep going because we, um, you know, we get stories every week of people that we've helped and it's, that's all we want to do. But we, yeah. we started this work to help women in the corporate world which my God, we didn't talk about the corporate world at all today. Well, if you have a job, this one's for you. <laughs> there, we've done it. Okay. I know, we had to do it though. Definitely, definitely. Good luck out there. Love, Sending you love and light. I love light and good night. Good night night